0: ladies and gentlemen this is a line mask
1: and this is ender
0: and today's episode we are going to talk about two things but before we get into that we have a little announcement to make so ender has um made a question on instagram of what our podcast should be called and after so many considerations we do appreciate for those who made a comment of what the podcast should be called. There were some interesting names, but we finally came up with one on our own, and we decided to call this podcast...
1: So, we decided to call it Phantom of the Mask, since... Now, let us explain about this. I know there was, like, some good podcast names that came off of a few of my fans, one about a deep dive, the deep dive with Ender and line, and line actually liked that, but I wasn't really much fond of it, because it's more of, like, we're going deep into... Sure, we are going deep into, you know, like, all of our information on stuff, mostly me, because, you know, I go in this kind of stuff. But I felt like it didn't fit us. And then another one was Ender Mask, which a lot of, I feel like a lot of you would probably think, like, why don't you just put Ender and Mask together? Boom, Endermask. What does that that bring? (laughs) It doesn't bring anything.
0: It just... Yeah, you just basically put, like, two names and then just mix them. It's like, I kind of wanted, like, a title. Like, I really wanted us to have, like, a title. Like, we came up with, like, other titles, like, The Enders of Mask or Or The The Mask of Enders. Or The
1: End of Mask, you know. We came up with a lot of good stuff. And then... As we were, like, searching, I'm like, okay, what about this? I saw one where it was, like, um, ender phantom, and I'm like, okay, wait. We could use phantom because sometimes we do talk about a lot of horror stuff or uninteresting things that you guys don't know about but we somehow know about. And I'm like, okay, let's think. We have phantom. We can use the word ender, and we can just do phantom. Or we can switch around, and, like, instead of using phantom ender, we can use mass. And then I was like, ooh, phantom of the mask and
0: i was like boom there we go <laughs> and that's how we came up with our title so i hope you got i again we do appreciate for those who commented and suggested names they were really good names but unfortunately we came up with one on our own so yeah. without further ado here is today's topic um so ender actually sent me a video of the next killer i'm not 100 percent sure if this is official and we, it, or it could be fan base. You know how like some people really like to make fan videos. Oh
1: yeah, 100%. A lot of people make a whole bunch of fan videos. And this doesn't even apply just to Dead by Daylight. This is anything. Mm-hmm.
0: Or like, like what what really was a good one when, I don't know who did it. I don't, I don't know if you know who did it. But when um somebody added Five Nights at Freddy's and Dead by Daylight, like, they edited so good
1: to oh, the point yeah. that it
0: actually looked like five nights of freddy was in dead by daylight he
1: has done actually a lot of characters and killers as well he <laughs> he's done a lot of like characters and killers actually he's done uh springtrap from fnaf he's done slenderman he's done the alien from alien isolation he's like he's done so many like killers and they look really really good but it's really hard to believe it because like i said you have to have like dead by daylight and the person that wants to like be a part of like any type of killer they have to come up with like an agreement where they will eventually sign and be like yeah we'll have your killer in this game like you know
0: that's what basically what happened to um stranger things um in case you guys have a notice or if you guys didn't know stranger things end up um I don't want to really say cancel, but they kind of got rid of the chapter just because they actually signed up. They signed a contract and the contract expired and they just couldn't renew the contract.
1: Very sad to most of those people, including me, who didn't get any of the survivors like Steve, Nancy and the Demogorgon.
0: But it is it is I want to say it is still pretty nice that they still add the perks of, you know, the survivors and the Demogorgon. So I was like, you didn't. You didn't miss a chance. Well, you missed a chance to get them, but you still have the opportunity of getting their perks.
1: Which is something new and surprising that now you can actually start getting their perks and all that stuff and their abilities and all that stuff. But you can't get the character, which is sad. But, you know, it's better to have their types of perks. Yes, it is a lot better if you actually have the character and just have the perks that go with it. But there are really good, like, perks... Like, there's one for Nancy, which is, like, inner healing. Kind of the same as, like, the one where you have to cleanse a lot of tombs in order to heal yourself. Mm -hmm. You cleanse one tomb, and you can just heal yourself every single time without having to cleanse another tome.
0: I think that's a perk. Like, you cleanse a tome, and you have to, like, step in a locker and wait, like, a couple seconds, and then you're fully healed. And
1: then you can still keep doing that without having to cleanse another totem.
0: Right. But I think you... I actually think you're supposed to do it or to have, the added, like, tokens now. Because you know how, like... Some survivors, if you do certain things, you get a token. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm I'm just thinking. No, but like what the I think it. Uh, I think they probably have changed some people where you know you. I guess have. Um, I think tokens. There are some. Yes, there are some. You know, perks that actually have a lot of tokens and all that stuff. And some require tokens, some don't, um, but I don't think that they have a token thing. I don't even have the perk.
0: Well, that's what the, I mean, like, I think like it's that, like, so. I think like what it is is once you cleanse a, a totem, you know, your perk is active, but it will stay active until, you know, you heal yourself and then it becomes inactive and then and you, you got to go, again, yeah, reuse also. it.
1: That's how, yeah. So I think it still works the way how it usually works, unless if you heal yourself or have someone heal you, and then it goes deactive.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, rewinding a few steps. Um, so the video we saw, last time we talked about saw. this... Well, you send it to me, and I, I end up seeing it. Well I, saw it all. well,
1: I saw it first, and then I sent it to you, and <laughs> I told you about it, and I was like, look.
0: So, yeah, the video we saw... <laughs> Um, so last time we talked about this, we were discussing it was going to be a female. We also discussed it that it could be a cyborg because there are some people that say, like, oh, this might be a, a, a killer robot. It is
1: 100%. I know for sure it has to do with something with, like, robot technology or something like that. There is 100%. It is. But we are not fully 100% sure on what the killer actually
0: could be, you well, know? Let's let's talk about, like, what we saw in the video. So what we saw, or I don't know if you want to explain what we saw.
1: Okay, uh, I'll explain it. So when I was scrolling through TikTok, I came across a video with the actual killer being of the new chapter in DVD. It, of course, was this woman in cyber, like, tech, all that stuff. She has a mask, but you can still see bits of her face and all that stuff. And she, I guess, has these, like, sharp daggers like Wolverine kind of does and I guess uses it to like kill people and all that stuff so it's like that's her weapon and everything. She has drones so she can able to like I guess detect survivors and all that stuff which is interesting. So what I'm getting off from this is that 100% it's someone that has to do with something with technology of cyber someone like someone who's a cyber someone who's a robot you know kind of Somewhere along the lines. We, we just know, in particular, it is going to be someone that has been inexperienced and recreated as a better version of selves instead of being fully human.
0: And, and according to the video, you do get, like, two new survivors. So it's not just going to be one survivor. you get two more.
1: Which is interesting, yeah. So there are two new survivors I didn't actually get a glimpse of it. I know one. of the, I think one is a female, one is a male, and then you get the killer, who is actually a female, by the way. Um, so
0: well, then again, like I said before, like we don't know if this is like an actual official video. It could be, you know, somebody edited really good and they just came up with all this stuff.
1: I don't know. I mean, it looks legit to me. I mean, don't forget when people started saying when Wesker was coming out. Like, everyone knew it was Wesker.
0: Well, when Resident Evil first came out, nobody thought it was Nemesis. Me, personally, I honestly thought... I thought to myself, no, this has to be Nemesis. Like, people kept saying, like, no, because he has the rockets and, you know, he has the gun. It's not really a fair fight when he has that stuff. But it's like, come on, it's dead by Daylight. Like, I don't think they're going to add all that stuff.
1: Well, you see that, and you also see that you also have Leon and Jill... And Leon is the one with Mr. X. Jill is the one with Nemesis. Mm. So it's really hard to choose which kill, like which one are we actually gonna get? Are we gonna get Mr. X or are we gonna get, you know, Nemesis?
0: Were you disappointed that we didn't get Mr. X?
1: Eh, kinda. I mean, Mr. X is really okay if you play the gameplay of Resident Evil. Mr. X is really annoying to loop around and you know get out of his freaking sight because you know
0: or i wonder if they'll make it as a skin because you know how like re- just recently the blight has a resident evil skin now
1: which is william by the way yeah so yeah i mean if they decided to keep adding more resident evil characters or just new stuff for resident evil because i know there isn't any more resident evil games coming out unless of you know there's another chapter after village
0: well, and they recently they're recently gonna make a re- a release of remake of Resident Evil Four.
1: They're making it, yeah, and I'm pretty sure they're probably gonna start remaking more of. I think they the caught remake. on at
0: this point. Actually,
1: Rose, uh, Ethan's daughter, mm-hmm. they might make a gameplay of it because you do get a storyline of it and all that stuff, and get a better understanding of how she is and all that stuff. But, you know, it's like, you want to know more of what she's really like. Because we know from end of Resident Evil 7, like, we know how, like, during that thing, we find out that... Or during Resident Evil Village, we found out that Ethan died three years ago.
0: Well, actually, I haven't played Village yet. I
1: do apologize for the spoilers.
0: No, No, trust me. No, it wasn't you. I... I didn't know about that way before I even met you. I
1: mean, they've had posted all over on TikTok. So trust yeah. me, I haven't. I played it and it still wasn't the same because a lot of people did. But he did somehow die and somehow became like, you know, infected. Because if you're in the Resident Evil 7 thing, they basically take people and try to infect them and make them their own. You know, right. With um, the little girl, whatever her name is, Ellie. I think that's her name.
0: I think you're just thinking of Last of Us. No, no, but no, uh,
1: her name starts with an E,
0: yeah, because I remember like they said it was like experiment E, and then it had like numbers after that,
1: yeah. But uh, anyway, we're getting off track and all that kind of stuff.
0: So, in my opinion, the killer that we saw, yes, it was a female. I wouldn't really say she was a cyborg per se, because it looked like you know, she just built. You know, she just built things, and then she just added them to herself. Um, With that state of mind, like, what do you think, like, her powers might be?
1: Uh, maybe, okay. So, I think, I feel like with any Terminator kind of killer, it's basically you target someone, and then you're going after someone. So, I guess they probably have a power where they can try to detect someone from a range and all that stuff. The Knight, for an example, he has guards where he can, like, Rome, I think it's like twenty five meters.
0: Yeah. Well it yeah. depends like on the add ons too, because then you get some add ons that says, Oh, you can add five more meters or you can make them. So go even I would
1: say around at least about twenty five to maybe around at least like
0: 50 meters. Like, you probably think, like, her power might be some sort of tracking. Yeah. she could be able to track people.
1: I feel like she might be able to track and detect people just like how the knight is. Maybe a little different because if you... Let's say this. The knight only can actually track someone if two people are in a circle. And it goes for one of those people. So, if you and another person are in the thing, it's a 50-50 chance it's not going to be you, mm. and it's going to be the other person. Or it's a 50-50 chance that it's going to be you and not the other person. Mm. So if it's like, if, she, if um, she, for an example, or if the Terminator's a male, like I said, I'm just sticking with Terminator. If the Terminator or the killer detects, let's say, two survivors... They may be able to detect both of them, but only go after one at a time, you know? Like, right. one one drone, maybe she'll have, like, one drone that will detect it, but the other drone, you know, like, one of her drones still go with the other person and tries to find where they are, and, you know, while the killer actually manages to get the other person and hook them and all that kind of stuff.
0: I can actually see that. Um, <clears throat> fun fact, I don't know if you knew this, but, um... Earlier today, me and Ender, we were actually playing Dead by Daylight together, and uh, we were going against the knight. I didn't know the knight can actually do this. So, when the knight summons its spirit, you know, whichever spirit it comes out... It's guard,
1: actually, Guard spirit.
0: Spirit. Technically, it's a spirit because you see it or flying around. It's a
1: ghost, technically.
0: Anyways... (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this one's always trying to correct me for whatever reason. No,
1: I'm not. He's lying.
0: Anyways, um, so if you get caught within its circle and, you know, the, whichever spirit or guard just, is following just say you. Guard. Just say guard. <laughs> whichever guard is following you. If you hide in a locker, they can actually open lockers.
1: If you jump over pallets, they can go through pallets. If you jump over window panes and all and stuff, they can do that.
0: But the good thing about it is that if they open the locker, they'll just hit you. They won't, you know, pick you up and throw you on the ground. They'll just hit you.
1: No. Like, it is, I did find out this a while ago. I don't remember when, precisely, but I was going up against a night, And I think I was with uh, my other partner, Bubz, um, And him and I, we were going against a night, And I went in a locker because I was being chased by the... Night and I thought like it wouldn't attack and you know you can't be you know spotted by the thing. I didn't realize he can hit you in a locker and I was like shoot. So pallets are useless, window panes are useless, and lockers are useless (laughs) unless if you know how to outsmart the killer and make and loop the killer around and all that stuff. Yeah, it works, but don't forget you. I think you waste like a couple minutes when you're trying to put a pallet down. You waste a couple minutes trying to jump over something and, you know, catch yourself and then continue running and all that stuff. Right. So it's it's pretty obvious that it's like, okay, maybe maybe the new color might be the same way as the night Maybe she or he might be a little different. Again, we're not fully sure because it still hasn't came out yet. I haven't received it. You haven't received it. But I know PC players get it before any console players.
0: Mm -hmm. but we'll just see what the future holds and um another thing this is probably old well this is actually technically old but this is just in case nobody doesn't know because I guess I mean me personally I hardly go against any twins killer I don't know if you've been going through twins but me it's like a rare chance I'll be going against someone who will play as a twins so here's a little thing I didn't know Whenever Victor comes out, you know, he's running around chasing you. And if you go hiding in a locker, he can actually lock you in that locker.
1: Oh, to get flashlight saves and everything like that. Yeah. But I don't really have much struggle with um the twins. I mean, if you know how to, like, outsmart Vix and, like, make sure he doesn't hit you, but you run back to him in order to hit him and kick him so he doesn't come back. Yeah. Your best bet is if you're actually wanting to do a save kind of thing. Um, your best bet is to have one person go in a locker, get Vix out, and then come out of the locker while someone is running around with the killer. You know, so he did, so that the killer doesn't be able to get you, and then you can't get a save and everything like that. <laughs> I've I mean, there's a lot of uh, there, yeah, there's a lot of times you are dealing with killers that you really don't want to deal with. For an example, I don't like Pinhead. Not just because you spawn in and you're dealing with Pinheads. No. Every time you go for the box, he teleports to you, okay? And you have to outsmart him and all that stuff, which isn't too bad if you're too thick. The one I just, I do not like it when people are only doing gens, hiding in lockers, finding chests... Finding totems and not going for the box. Mm -hmm. That's something that is annoying because, like, you're, okay, yes, you're in a game where you're with random people. This applies to Call of Duty, Fortnite, Minecraft, any type of game that is multiplayer. This is what you're dealing with, okay? And you can't communicate in this game, which is really dumb. Which they need to fix. I don't think they should add a voice chat in where you can hear people voice chatting and all that stuff. Because, you know.
0: You know what they should do? Like, I think it will be pretty cool. I, I, I think this will actually be kind of hard to do. But it would be really cool if the people in Dead by Daylight can do this. Is that um, they can have the option to do voice chat. But instead of like, okay, like say, you know, I'm at one part of the map. And you're way on the other side of the map. We won't be able to hear each other. But if we're, like, right next to each other, we can actually communicate. You know what no, I mean? Don't
1: forget, the killer can also hear if you decide to have a voice chat. So he can hear when you're plotting and all that stuff and be like, hey, i want to go do this gen over here. You go do the gen that's, like, still near me but, like, a couple meters away. And the killer will be able to hear where you are or, like, you're saying, like, oh, I'm hiding in a locker somewhere near, like, the main building Killer's gonna find you. Killer's gonna get you. You're gonna get hooked, and eventually you're gonna. But die.
0: I mean, like, if you're if the killer's like right next to you, yeah. But again, if he's way on the other side of the map and no, you're on would, the other side, no.
1: You're saying what you're saying is that one person is here, one person's on the other side of the map, and they're trying to communicate through VChat. Okay.
0: No, that's not the, what I'm saying. Like, if one person's here and the other person's here, they're not gonna be able to talk to each other because obviously that's physical and impossible. But if they're right next to each other. Yes, they can talk to each other.
1: Yeah. N- n- no, I still think, like, it's not a good idea to have a voice chat because even if you're um, still planning to figure out how to, like, let's say for an example, you're here, you're here, killer's, like, here, Okay. You two are plotting your thing and all that stuff. Killer's coming at you and all that stuff because he sees you and doesn't see your other person. Killer's coming after this person. And you're trying to loop it and all that stuff, but he's hearing your plan of how you can loop it. So if you went this way, the killer's going that way. If you went this way, the killer's doing this. And you'll be stuck in a loop where you're trying to just go back and forth until eventually, let's say, one of your teammates wanted to, like, you know, help out and, like, all that stuff. Then one of your teammates would get injured and then you couldn't go in for the save. Or let's say there's you're here, or you're here. The killer's here. You drop a pallet. Your friend's down. Okay, and you want to do a CJ, right? You go over, but the killer manages to grab you and all that stuff. Cause you let's say you're like this, and it's like, oh wait, I want to do a CJ. And yeah, <laughs> there's there's no point in doing a voice chat, especially if you're like here here with your friends, cause if they did a voice chat where you can hear it and you know they can hear it but the killer can't that's a whole different like that's a whole different story you know mm. so you're if you're wanting to do a voice chat you're only allowing the survivors to have a voice chat not the killer but the killer can still hear your voice chat
0: but that's what I'm saying
1: but he would still hear your plots and all that stuff or your plans with, I mean like, it, you know I doing mean, that's all this your, kind of that's,
0: stuff. that's I think that's really up to you. If you're going to say you're playing ride right in front of him, then yeah, obviously well, he's going to hear it. I'm not
1: it. saying, like, directly. I'm just saying it's like, okay, so if we do this and try to loop him around, you know what I mean? It's just little moments when they're trying to talk to their friends about it. It's when a killer can be like, yeah, I, I, I know what you're doing. Because don't forget... Killers have perks where they go against survivors. Survivors have perks that try to go against killers. So it's like you have to have like a set where it's like equal. Because he can have, I don't know, let's say for an example, he can see your aura, but you have an add-on, like a key, where you can see his aura. Mm-hmm. Or you have a perk where you can see his aura. And it's like, you. it's really hard to just, you know have a voice chat. It's best you can have a voice chat where you can type or have emotes that are a lot easier. Which DBD could do is add new emotes and stuff or yeah, add
0: no,
1: <laughs> stop. Um or they can usually have like, you know, little chat things where it says like, "Hey, come here. I'm over at this gen. Can you help me out?" You know, like little little messages they can send to their teammates without the killer knowing. Just hit the mic. Um, But it's like they can send messages to their teammates and say, like, hey, can you help me out over here? You know? Mm. Like, if they eventually decide to start adding, like, every survivor has a walkie-talkie. And, you know, you can send messages to your teammates and all that stuff to be like, you need help. So you have to see, like, who's available. Let's say one is on a gen. One is being chased. One is, like, you know, like, two people are on a gen and one is being chased. One of those friends can come help you. Let's say you're hooked, and you can have that message sent. Be like, oh, help me get off the hook. Send it to one of those people on the gens. One of those people can come off, come get you, and, you know, you go back. Simple as that.
0: You said simple as that, but damn, you just made the whole freaking plan all of a sudden.
1: Listen! A lot of people would love to have voice chat in Dead by Daylight so you can hear people and tell people and be like, Hey, I need help with a gen. Stop hiding in a fucking locker, you know, and do your job (laughs) kind of thing.
0: Right. Um, One thing that Dead by Daylight should add, and I'm kind of curious if this is going to be an actual perk, because I have talked about this like a couple of times, and I swear to God, if they do add this perk, to like any of the survivors. I'm I'm officially thinking yes the government is the government is watching us. The government is telling Dead by Daylight like, people always. So what's, what's the perk? So here's a per- perk I think will be a good perk. It's gonna be called Out of My Way. What the perk does is I don't know if this happens to people but this happens to me a lot. Like mm-hmm. whenever you get a fucking survivor in your way and for whatever reason they're always in your way that's when you have the perk out of my way. What you'll do is you get to push the survivor out of your freaking way and you just, can run. Just
1: go in the opposite direction. Yeah,
0: but what if the opposite direction is where the killer's at?
1: Would you rather be stuck behind a stupid survivor or just be dead down by a killer? I'd rather have... Me? I'd go for the killer. I'm not sticking with this dumb survivor that doesn't know shit what doing. I'd
0: rather just push the survivor out of my way and run. <laughs> so it's like, here's your three options. One, get killed by the survivor. Two, be blocked or get killed by the kill, killer. I don't know if I said get killed by the survivor. Two, be blocked by the survivor. Or three, push the survivor out of the way and you can run while you still live.
1: Well, you have some killers, actually, if you, if a survivor goes into a dead end and all that stuff. Sometimes they will, like, you know, they will stop. They will look, be like, please, like, let, let me get out of this. Let me, like, retrace my steps and all that stuff. Because I have done this so many times. I have ran into a lot of, like, you know, spots and all that stuff where I just get into a dead end, and then I have to get out, but I'm still near the killer, okay? Of course, I don't stop because I'm trying to get myself out of the thing, but I still manage to get hit by the killer either way, so.
0: Yeah, and I know earlier you said the killer you hate to go against is, um... Hit the head. Pinhead, yeah. Oh,
1: there's a lot of, there's a lot of other killers as well,
0: but... That in I I my in my opinion, the number one killer I hate going against is Leatherface. To me, I
1: also hate him as well as Hillbilly. Some not Hillbilly as much, but like
0: like Leatherface, Hillbilly? it's like yeah. there's almost no point of playing a game because he has two weapons. One is a hammer, and the other one is a chainsaw. Same thing as
1: ninety nine
0: percent of the ninety nine percent of the time, they always use the chainsaw. They never really use the hammer. Why? Because a chainsaw, if you get hit. You go down instantly. And if you're getting chased by him while he's using his chainsaw, you got to run for like 10 minutes until finally he dies down.
1: Yeah, but don't forget, if you're going against Bubba, there's two types of Bubbas you have. You have a, well, there's a lot of ways Bubba can be a Bubba. Um, but the most common ones is you have a Bubba that plays the actual game correctly or you have a basement
0: Bubba. Oh, because he can just hide his...
1: He just hides in the basement, hides his chest, and if you give him an item, he can give you his chest. But if you don't like the item in the chest, you can give back the item and just get your own item back. It's a fair trade that you're supposed to do with him in order for you to be able to actually get it. But if you're also dealing with Bubba as a normal killer and all that stuff, he is annoying. Because don't forget, Bubba can literally just camp. You can be hooked. Bubba can still be, like, nearby, like, chasing after somebody else. He has a chainsaw. He also has a perk, as well as, like, Hillbilly. They both have perks where their chainsaws don't die out quickly after they hit a survivor.
0: Oh, real quick before I forget. Um, so, in case you guys don't know, I have Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. It is a line Mask. <laughs> and um, so I got a notification from Twitter, and it was about Dead by Daylight. This is for all the PC players. I don't know about console players yet. I don't know if this is a thing yet, but um, there is a there is a hacker in DVD that will fucking hack into your computer through Dead by Daylight. So that's it. so if your character start acting acting funny in any sort of way, I I automatically say turn off your computer right there and then. Because it's a sign that somebody just hacked into your computer.
1: I don't think it happens on Xbox. Because I think it's a lot more complicated when you're trying to hack someone on Xbox. Because if you're using a PC and you're trying to hack someone off of Xbox. It's going to take a lot more work than just hacking someone on their computer. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. though, Do keep an eye out. This is mostly going to like PC players. Keep an eye out for hackers. Especially console players. Just... Any any people in general, just keep an eye out for hackers. Make sure you know if something goes off, turn your system off, unplug it, and don't like go near it for next like you know couple minutes. Give it time to like process, you know, so that they can't actually get into your acts like access anything important and change some stuff up and everything like that. All right,
0: all right. So we actually been talking about day by daylight longer than I thought we could. To be honest. Because there is actually a lot of things we could talk about dead by deli. But I do want to get to our second part because we are halfway. We are at the halfway mark right now before the end of this podcast. So second thing we want to talk about, games versus movies and TV shows.
1: This is also playing on to that. DVD is also a game, but we're also talking about other games as well. As well as them becoming into movies. So,
0: so the reason why we want to start this topic is because... My partner, Ender here, has been watching The Last of Us. They have not played the game, but don't worry, your man right here has played the game. So, I know the difference between the show and the game. So, here's what we're going to talk about. So...
1: Before you start saying that, the reason why I haven't played the game is because one, I don't have access to it and I can't really purchase the game. And two, uh, we're blaming this a lot of people on social media that, you know, they like to spoil shit for no reason. This goes to any game that's coming out or any movie or anything like that. You guys spoil it and it's not funny because it's like you just ruin the experience for someone who hasn't seen it like me. I've seen bits of it. I've understand little bits of the story. I know what The Last of Us is mostly about and everything like that because of you guys. (laughs) Mostly because of you guys, but also from him as well.
0: Well, I should probably give out, like, hey, we're not really trying to, but this is probably just spoiler alerts because we might say some things in case you guys haven't even watched the first episode yet. Because, um... Like for example, my one of my friends, I was telling them about, hey, um, the show's about to start, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into it, and they're like, oh, cool, they're gonna, how many episodes are they gonna have? And like, well, they're gonna start with one, and then they're gonna add a new one every week, and then he tells me like, oh, then I'm not gonna watch it, I'm not gonna watch it until they have everything, and then I'm just gonna binge watch it. So this kind of goes out to the people who also made that as a plan of. They don't want to watch it yet until every single episode is out. And then they're going to binge watch it. So, again, this is a heads up. Spoiler alert. We're not going to try to spoil anything. But a thing or two might come out just in case. We
1: also have a special someone to come with us and, you know, talk about this as well. Say hello and say what your name is. (laughs) Okay. Um, If you guys didn't catch that or hear what it says, we are here with um, El Gringo. um, Align's cat. Say hi. He said hello. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, yeah, if we're going to be talking about something, you know, like if you've never seen the movie or haven't started watching it or haven't played the game and all that stuff or you started playing the game but you don't want to finish it, please, you know, like skip this part. I would say
0: just turn it off because we're about to we're about to just talk about it at this point. So before we continue, You might as well just click off if you don't want any spoilers or if you don't want anything if you don't know what if you don't want to know anything.
1: And you'd rather just play the game and you know, learn it yourself. Then you can come back here and, you know, listen to the rest of the podcast.
0: So without further ado, let's begin the discussion. So again, they haven't played the game. I have. We've been watching the we've been watching the episodes at the same time. So what are your thoughts about Last of Us?
1: Okay, so seeing the movie and, you know, getting a little bit of understanding of, like, what it's about, um, I like it. Someone won't leave me alone for five minutes. <laughs> um, but I like it. I like the storyline of it, that, okay, it's an apocalypse game, which I really love. I love, wa- I don't really watch The Walking Dead, not just because, like, you know, I'm not really much of a fan of it and all that stuff. Which you know I'm not. It's just there's certain types of ways I want to like you know an apocalypse to go, like how The Last of Us goes is a lot more of two people. You're understanding that they're trying to you know be together. <laughs> they're what they're doing is that there's these two people that are trying that are working up and teaming up together, so one of them can send them to like. Uh, where is it? Wisconsin? Is that what they're going for?
0: Um, I, well, again, spoiler alert for anyone. Wisconsin is where his brother is. Oh, okay. So, they're, so he's
1: going to his brother. Okay, never mind. Anyway, sorry. I'm getting I've, a little off track.
0: I think they're... No, they're going to D.C., you know, to drop off Ellie. Okay. But they're going to go to Wisconsin first.
1: Okay. Anyway, sorry. We're getting off track. But... You know, you're understanding these two people, which is Joel and Ellie, and you understand, like, how their partnerships and all that stuff. And it goes into more detail and all that stuff and how they are slowly going to start to, like, get closer and closer. And then Joel is afraid that, that, you know, that bond is going to slowly, like, break.
0: Well, you got to understand, Joel is, Joel doesn't really want to be too close to Ellie because, you know... He lost his daughter, so obviously he doesn't want to get close to anyone, especially when it comes to little kids. And he knows all she, all she is is just um, a package. That's pretty much what he sees. That's what he sees into her, that all she is is just a package that he needs to drop off, and that's it. They go their separate ways.
1: Well, and Yeah, but at the same time, you can also see that as they're doing their little journey... They're starting to get a little close.
0: Yeah, they're starting to get along. Like, Joel, he would ignore her, not acknowledge her, and not really laugh. But he starts to get warm up to her. Like, she, he does starts to laugh at her stupid little jokes.
1: Yeah, he's slowly starting to warm up to her. And, you know, starting to like her more. And, yes, still sees um, Ellie as, like, a companion and all that stuff. But as you get more on into the uh game and as like the movie keeps playing or the show that keeps like going on and all that stuff um you get a better understanding of like their connection
0: you really do and uh they they do make a lot of differences like compared to the show and the game but at the same time me personally i mean i've seen people say like they they started to hate the show because oh they changed this they changed that character this is not what happened in the game but it's like hey you know what me personally, I actually kind of like how they make the show. Like it was a bit of a shock again. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen the show yet. So, many of you guys know Bill. Was it just Bill? I want to say his name was Billy, but Bill? I think they just said no, Bill. No, yeah. It was Bill. So, many of you know Bill in the game, he was um he was a paranoid guy, you know, he set up all those traps. And he did not have a partner, Frank. It was Frank, right? That was his name. Yeah. They kept the names. Yeah, they kept everything. But in the game, you know, Frank had enough of Bill and ran away. But obviously he got infected. But before he turned, he decided to commit suicide by hanging himself. That's what happened in the game. In the show, again, spoiler alert, <laughs> he's a homosexual. They end up being gay together and... It did shock me because it's like, huh. They went like the complete opposite versus the game. But in all honesty, I actually did like it. Because it's like, hey, you know what? Here's two people. They're strangers. One's paranoid. He he is still paranoid in the show. He was still like, you know, a little iffy with Frank. He was like, look, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want, but you better get the hell away from me. But they end up being a gay couple. And... They built a little town, you know, they were growing fruit, and, you know, they built a good life. Yeah, I don't know, should, we, should I say what happened to them in the end, or should I, should I not?
1: Um, let me say my thoughts, and then we'll see what happens. Um, but when I also found out about the thing, when I learned from him that Bill was this um, guy who was very paranoid, he built, like, this bunker. I don't know if that still applies in the game. Um,
0: no, okay, so in the game, he didn't live in a bunker. He was actually living in a church.
1: Okay, so I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to go off by what the, the game is and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so um, going off why I said this, because um, in the movie, he's, he lives in a home in a bunker. In the, in the game, he's in this church. But you learn that Bill is like this um, pr- uh, very yeah. paranoid like guy who can't really trust a lot of people... And, you know, it's like he doesn't know really, like, 100% is going on. He might. Maybe maybe it's a little different until he starts to understand what actually goes on. Like, at first, maybe he didn't, but then slowly starts to understand it more and all that stuff. Like I said, I, I haven't played the game, but, you know. And he meets this guy named Frank who, again, he is, like, a little concerned of trusting him. Because, like I said, if you're in a, a zombie apocalypse, it's really hard to trust people. Mm. Because you don't know if they're still infected. You don't know if they're not infected. You don't know if they're running away from people. You don't know, like,
0: or, who they are. Or you don't know if they're actually, like, a raider. But, you know, they just send one person. So it looks like, you know, he's on his own. And then he goes back and turns out he's actually with a group of people. Yeah,
1: so it's like... You're in this little thing where you like you can't trust people. So he like meets Frank, you've heard the rest of the story of how it goes with a line. But when you find a little bit more when it's a lot different in the movie, you tend to, you tend to understand that Bill is a little different, you know? Yes, he's still like the same old guy who's paranoid, but as time grows, he starts to get less and less like a little less paranoid. I don't think you notice it. But I kind of did. Maybe he's he's still paranoid. I know that 100%. But that paranoia slowly decreases when he starts to learn more about Frank. And, you know, still understanding him and slowly starting to trust him. And the, the little things. It's always the little things. I care about the little things. <laughs> but, you know, you just get a better understanding that Bill wouldn't be this kind of like, you know person who's a homosexual who is attracted to men and all that stuff because you don't really know the full story of why you know bill in the movie is like this you know you think like oh he's this big tough guy who can take care of himself doesn't need anybody he has like all this weaponry and like all the supplies and like everything Mm -hmm. like that he's this big buff guy and you you think to him like he's the last person that's going to survive in an apocalypse because you know he is prepared for this. He knows what he's doing and all this kind of stuff. But then when he has like someone else come into his life, he tends to lower his guard a bit and know that he can trust this one person and feel comfortable with them. You know,
0: right? But he's still he's still a paranoid. Like he still built like traps and wire, freaking. Make the fence all electrical. But, um, tell you, we're not gonna spoil the ending. We're not gonna say what happens in the end.
1: But for going off of what it is, it is a really good movie. And if you've never played the game like me and you really would like to play the game, you know, I would suggest giving the game a shot and then, you know, catch up to like how far you are in the movie and then see how it could be different in the game and so on and so forth. <clears throat>
0: And then, so here's another me personal thing. So the actors who play as Joel and Ellie, I like who they chose for Joel. The guy actually looks like Joel from the game, and he actually does sound like Joel from the game. So they picked the perfect person to play as Joel. Now with Ellie, at first I was a bit iffy because in the game, she looked a certain way versus the girl in the show. That's when I was like, oh, I don't know if this girl can pass as Ellie, but actually continue watching the show. This, they actually picked a perfect person to play as Ellie.
1: Yeah, actually, when I saw the uh, movie for the first start, I was like, okay, yeah, they actually started picking good people for like good roles. Now, when I was like wondering the infected and all that stuff when I was doing that, I was like, they actually found really good people to play as the infected. Because they would do it exactly like how the gameplay is. And this is with any zombie apocalypse. You have to find the right people that has like you know, played the game, see how it goes, how they would act, all this kind of stuff. and it's really good detail in it.
0: Well, um, here's another thing too, in case you guys haven't noticed. Um, and this goes for people who've seen the show, but if you guys still haven't noticed this, at the end of each episode, after the credits, if you want to fast forward after the credits, they actually do a bonus fit footage of how they made the episode. They talk about like, hey, we made the episode like this. We we hire these people. So the way they hired people to play as the infected, they want to make sure like, hey, I think like the first thing they ask you, like, hey, have you played the game? Because we want those people. We we can tell the difference between people who are just trying to act like the infected Versus the people like yeah, they play the game. They know how the infected people act.
1: Yeah, it's just it's a lot interesting that they find good people um, to play as these type of roles, and it just really gives it off more of a detail. Like oh my goodness, these people have played it. It's it's so perfect. Like I love it. I love how they like act. It's like it's one hundred percent.
0: Like like for example, like I think it was episode two, maybe three. Or maybe Bill was the third episode. Yeah, Bill was the third episode. Episode two is when they go against clickers. What were your thoughts about the clickers?
1: Um when okay. So I didn't so I know that clickers are these things that cannot see but can hear.
0: Yeah, they can hear really good.
1: And it kinda terrified me a little bit because I was like, okay. They're in this museum area. I don't know if that also applies in the game. Yeah, in
0: the, in the game. Yeah, okay. They're in the so museum. So
1: going off of, like, both of perspective, they're in a game. Like, they're in a museum. And they're going against, like, these clickers. That's where a lot of glasses, um, And anything that, like, you know, it shatters and all that stuff. It's all on the floor. And, you know, it's a lot more noisy than you would expect. Um, I don't know if any of you guys ever would be in a normal museum, but museums are very big, and they there is much of a big echo to it. So if you're, like, screaming, like, echo, and it echoes back, and it's reflecting off of it, you know for a fact they're going to hear you. Because they can literally be in a different room, and you can be in a room that's, like, you know, two or three, like, you can be, like, down the hall in, like, another room. And you just be, like, echo, and yeah, they can hear you. So, my thoughts on it, it's terrifying cuz they can hear you for a really sharp good distance and it's like, oh shoot, you're surrounded by glass. You're near places where there's a lot of like dirt and rocks and all that stuff that makes and, a lot of noises. And
0: considering how old the building is, the floors can be creaky.
1: So, it's like, yeah, you're it's it's terrifying. I think that is the most terrifying character in Um, The Last of Us. I mean, I know there's, like, other ones, but I think those ones are the more terrifying because other ones probably can have really bad hearing and just can't hear you at all, but they can see you. But you have these, like, clickers that can hear so far. And like I said, you can be in a different room and you can make one little noise and then they are coming for
0: you. Right. And um, another thing, too, um, so before they got to the museum... In the game, they were being chased by Fedra, which is like another military group. But they got separated from. Well, no, I think they didn't get separated. I think um, what was her name again? I always forgot. I forgot her name now. The girl that they were with at first.
1: Um. Let's
0: shoot. just call it. Let's just call her Michelle for now. So. Yeah, you know, after she got infected. Oh
1: yeah, her I I'm not sure what her name was, but with her, yeah. Yeah,
0: after she got infected, they were being chased by Fedra, and they were actually supposed to go into a train, like underground train, st- like train station, and that's when you know there's Fedra and there was also infected around. That was another thing they changed. And another thing they changed um, versus the game, in the game you know how like in the show there was like the um, the fungus like you can see the fungus in the game that's not how it is instead it's smoke and spurs that's all over the place but i can understand why they change that because because it's like you know they're gonna have to find gas masks and what if they break their gas masks there's like a lot to do versus like hey you know what instead of like you know smoke let's just make it like an actual fungus that's spreading around yeah which they did do research that's how fungus actually works they spread it around they they don't just puff out smoke or anything
1: actually also an interesting thing about fungus is that if you touch a live fungus from one thing in the earth all the infected and all that stuff can actually feel it from miles and this is actually with real fungus if you touch a fungus from one thing to thing like one place all the way to the other side, that other fungus can actually feel that type of touch. And right. it's really interesting that if you just touch it, you're being you're literally summoning like so many zombies to come at you.
0: Right. And the people who made the show, they did their, they did do their research. They're like, hey let's let's try to make this realistic as possible. So they have done their research and they really try to make this show more realistic as possible. Which, which I could actually appreciate. I really like how they do this show. Um,
1: no. But it's just what I think. Of, like personally. It's a really good. Um, you know. Movie about it. And a gameplay about it. That you play. And. Um, understand more of like what actually happens in the whole game gameplay together right
0: so right now we're at we are at the 10 minute mark um i just want to say some stuff real quick so i know like when it comes to like video games turn into movies or tv shows they always get like some sort of bad rep uh i kind of look at it as a hey you know what let's just try our best to let's just try our best to um you know, maybe change it up a little bit. That I think that's what they're trying to do. It's like, hey, let's not try to make it look exactly like a game. Let's mix it up a little bit. So with 10 minutes to spare, we will talk about more episodes, but we'll probably talk about that another time. Is there something else you want to talk about?
1: Um. So since we're still on the topic of like, movies and TV shows game, like becoming and all that stuff, um, let's talk about the new FNAF movie that's supposedly being working on right now in the month of February, okay? So, a lot of people are really excited that um, Scott Coffin, the one who actually decided to make Finance fairies really come true, um, this is its last project to do, was to make a movie and all that stuff. Now, um, as I was going through, you know, movies and all that stuff, I found this... Video and I'm pretty sure I sent it to you. Um, was I found out that in the movie they're giving them white gloves? What's your thoughts on that?
0: Um. Well, again, I haven't played the game. I haven't really paid. I haven't really <laughs> gotten into the you, story that much. Would you like
1: to me to give me a brief story? Of yeah, just give know. me like
0: a brief story. Okay,
1: so technically, it's a pizzeria place that has five missing kids go down with a killer called William Afton. And these souls are trapped in these animatronics who are trying to basically m- kill William Afton or make him understand that what he is doing is not acceptable and are trying to punish him for it. Okay? So if you were to see you've you've tried to help wanted before. So you know like what the animatronics look like, a Freddy, Bonnie, Foxy and Chica, right? Right. What do they all have that's something that the movie doesn't have? White gloves. Right. So, for my thoughts about it is a lot of people really don't really like how the movie is having white gloves
0: than so the, the actual the, gameplay. So, the animatronics, they have white gloves. Yes,
1: the animatronics have white gloves. Why? So, I'm assuming that it's a little different so you can tell which one is the actual real gameplay. Like, the real game versus the real movie and all that stuff. But... Like I said, we're also going back in time when I think it was, like, Chuck E. Cheese when um, some of the animatronics had white gloves. And don't forget, this is, like, back in, like, 1980s, right? So most of the animatronics wouldn't have any color print fur that is the same color of their fur. Like, Freddie has brown, Bonnie has purple, Chica has yellow, and Foxy has red. Right. But you can see that Foxy is the only one that actually doesn't have, like, the rest of his color and all that stuff. Because he's a pirate. He's mostly damaged and all that stuff. And it also says on his thing that he is out of order. Okay? So, do you think it's a good idea to the reason why they have gloves is so they can tell the difference between the both game and, and the movie?
0: I also don't see, like... <clears throat> like, I get what you're saying, but it's like... I honestly don't see the point of White Gloves. It's like they should have just kept it original. Like, just, I know, like, it's like I said before, you know, they're not going to try to make it exactly like the game. Like, they're not going to be like, hey, let's try our best to make it look exactly like the game. Like, no, 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 no. Let's let's try to mix it up. But adding White Gloves, I I honestly just don't see the point of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, a lot of people are understanding that, oh my goodness, they are adding white gloves onto the animatronics and it's not really suitable for the actual finance Fridays. but don't forget you're having people who are trying to make this movie that this game first came out since 2014 okay and all the games and all stuff up until now are like you know all the same characters where it has a a bear a bunny a fox a chicken okay Mm. And you're still trying to keep it simple up until you have Security Breach where they add, like, new characters. Or if you are familiar with some of these things, they also have ones where it's, like, there's a pig, there's an elephant, there's a frog, you know, there's a hippo. Like, there's these all-new characters. I don't understand it. Um, but it's, like, a lot of people are not really fond of that.
0: So having, is these, like, are these characters in the game or they're just adding them to the show? No, they're just
1: in games of different games of mm, the FNAF okay. and all that stuff. It's just a lot of people don't really find it interesting that the original characters from the original Final of Freddy's movie is getting white clubs. For Also, for an example, which you found out about it, is that they're also adding Veronica from Security Breach to the first ever game. When, right. in particularly, in the first game, you have William, you have Phone Guy... And you have the first night guard, who I believe is Michael. Those are the three main characters. Okay. Veronica isn't a part of that. Veronica is in the new security breach, which some people don't really... I don't really like personally because you're adding a character.
0: You're just like basically adding a the last character right in the beginning when she wasn't there in the beginning.
1: Yeah. And don't everyone understands that she's like also the thing of going off of William Afton, and you know the whole thing is just becoming a whole mess. You have a Financier Freddy's game that's becoming a movie. Everyone's like about it because oh my goodness, it's the animatronics are coming to life, and they find good ass people to play as these roles and all that stuff. Perfect, great. We're gonna add white gloves on these. We're gonna add a person in here that doesn't belong in there, and we're gonna make a movie out of it.
0: You know what I? You know what I think though. Hmm. Like I wonder if this is the same thing that I don't know if you've seen this or if you heard of this rumor. But when Sonic the Hedgehog, the live action movie, first came out, Sonic looked horrible. He looked like a freaking monster. Everyone hated it. Um. So what people thought was since Sonic looked so terrible, it was like basically blew it up national wide. So they're like, no, we want Sonic to look better. We want him to look like Sonic. And then they're like, okay, yeah, we'll make him look like Sonic. The rumor is is that the reason why they did that is so they can have free publicity. So basically, it's like basically they just got an ad out for free, and then they're like, hey, watch this. People are going to freak out, and then we'll add the original Sonic.
1: I just think that with a lot of people finding about books, games, movies, they all turn out differently. And I don't know what the whole point is of, like, changing a few details to make it a little bit better. I mean, I, I kind of get it because maybe they don't want to add something that's from the book so it's not actually sim- similar so they're not, like, you know, copying and resulting in, I don't know what it's called. Like, it's copying, like, a theft kind of thing. Copyright? Copyright, Yeah. So, they don't want to, like, copyright and actually, like, you know, be like, oh, like, but, it's uh, the same as, like, the book. Why couldn't you make it different?
0: All that kind of stuff. Well, you just, well, you said, too, like, the guy who created that stuff, right? He agreed to this. So, he's like, he is a part of this. Well,
1: I don't, I'm not i not 100% sure if he actually agreed to having the animatronics have white gloves. I know that Scott, Scott Coffin actually wanted to make a movie of the nights of freddys making it exactly like how the Finite nights freddys are in the actual game but since a lot of people you're having a lot of people that are making the movie and trying to make it look good so there could be reasons why they're changing it up a bit so that it's a lot different than the actual gameplay itself
0: right Uh, We are actually reaching the final minute mark. Um, Is there any last things you want to say before we close this out?
1: Well, just me personally is that, um, again, with the whole topic of movies and all that stuff, it's best to just have stuff that are not in the actual movies and rather taking stuff out. Just appreciate what you have and all that stuff rather than complaining like, oh my God, like this is not supposed to be in it. You're making them look bad and all that kind of stuff. You get a movie, you have a video game about it. And you should be good and happy,
0: you know? I agree, but it's like it kind of also depends. Like for, for example, like like real quick before we are, we are time's up for like Last of Us, like it's an apocalypse, it's about zombies. But all of a sudden, when you watch the movie or show, they're skipping and singing songs. Yes, I'm going to be pissed if they did that.
1: It's it's just best to just you know keep it neutral, but keep it to the point where everyone is okay with it.
0: All right. Final 10 seconds, I just want to let you guys know, thank you for listening, and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and we'll see you next time.
1: Bye, guys.